It's time for Green and Gold Insiders on Wisconsin's Afternoon News. And we say good afternoon to Jason Wildy, Wildy and Tausch, 9 to noon on ESPN Wisconsin. Three-time Wisconsin Sports Writer of the Year. Does great work in the Wisconsin State Journal, and he joins us every Monday. Happy Thanksgiving week to Wildy. Hey, Jason. Uh, Greg, I don't even know where to begin. First of all, uh, Debbie's piece on the deer population was outstanding. Great insight from the DNR. A uh, little disappointed to hear Amy is cursing at the deer in her uh, in her garden, though. Somewhat embarrassing. We, we take, I take a different approach. I'm a big believer in karma. So we live in the city of Green Bay, but we're in kind of a wooded area. And so we have deer all the time. And in Brown County, you are allowed to put deer food out. And so we we have a little tiny trough, and we fill it up with corn, and they come and visit on a daily basis. And my theory was, with all the driving I do getting Maddie to the Milwaukee Ballet School and all the time I spend on I-43, if I'm giving kindness to the deer back home, they're going to stay out of my way on the highway. That's my hope. I think there is a very underdeveloped storyline developing with you, Jason, and then that is how friendly the Wildies are with animals. I mean, you got cats running around, you've got dogs, you're feeding deer on the patio. I'm sure squirrels arrive. When you put your arms out, do birds land on you? <laughs> I haven't tried that yet, but we do have a lot of bird feeders, which tend to turn into uh, squirrel feeders. It, what about me. your garden, though, bit, Jason? Like, do, do they not take your garden down, or if you give them food, do they leave it? and just eat the food you provide? Great question, Amy. I think uh, the bunny rabbits are really the bane of our existence with our garden. Uh, We do have like a little divider that tries to keep them out, but I got to be honest with you, I can live without, I can go buy the tomatoes at the grocery store. If if they eat my tomato plants or my cucumber plant, I'm going to be okay. So I'd rather see them happy. Well, I had the deer eat my hydrangea, and you know how I feel about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I know they like those. It's like nature's candy to them. <laughs> it's a football week here for the Packers at Wildy. I like Thanksgiving football. The Packers playing on Thanksgiving. There's something comforting about thinking of that. And how much fun is it to preview a game when the Packers are coming off a, a thrilling win? That was fun yesterday. If we want to see growth, I, I guess you could say we're continuing to see signs of that at this point of the season. Is that fair? Yeah, it's nice to kind of have your cake and eat it too, though, right? Because this team has obviously shown growth. They, I thought offensively and with Jordan Love, they showed a ton of growth in Pittsburgh. But two interceptions in the last two possessions, and they lose the game, and you're talking about moral victories. This one, it's a real victory. Now, there's a conversation to be had, and Tausch and I had it this morning to some degree. Uh, the Chargers certainly did their part, right? I mean, dropping passes that should be touchdowns, Jesse Nelson had a great line about how the Packers' best defender at one point in the game was the sun getting in some receivers' eyes, which I do think is what happened. But the bottom line is they came out with a victory. And, yes, it's great to have growth. But I've said this a few times, you know, whether you're Sydney's seventh-grade girls basketball team or you're the Green Bay Packers, you can only hear, trust the process. You guys are getting better. I know you're not getting the outcome you want, but trust me, you're improving you got to get some wins. you got to feel that, that joy of victory. And, and Jordan Love and those guys got to feel it. The problem is 
it's a really short week now. They don't get to celebrate it for very long, and they got to figure out who the heck's going to play running back for them on Thursday. Well, interestingly enough, I, I think you and I talked about this as early as week two. I think it was after we knew Aaron Jones wasn't going to play. I thought, hey, maybe this rookie wide receiver will get some touches behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, it turns out he was their leading rusher yesterday, and I know a mm-hmm. lot of that came on one run, but if you're looking for a guy who can do a little something different, uh, he might be it, Jaden Reed. Yeah, he's he's got some uh, – I think he's got some Randall Cobb to him. Tausch thinks he's got some Greg Jennings to him, which, you know, Greg Jennings is a really, really good player. So if he turns out – before he started to hate the Packers, of course. Uh, if he turns out to be that good, that's going to be a great thing for Goody and the Packers. But I thought the best thing about yesterday was that not only did Jordan Love play really well, but every one of those young guys in the pass-catching group had their moments, right? I mean, you talked about Reed. Uh, Watson, who has – had a tough go, caught a touchdown. Dobbs had the touchdown to take the lead. Uh, even Malik Heath, who's an undrafted rookie, had his first NFL catch, had a nice block. Dontavion Wicks looks like the real deal to me. And then at tight end, we've seen what Luke Musgrave can do, but Tucker Kraft had a nice play that would have been a touchdown at he tightrope just a little bit better on the sideline. So I thought that was really encouraging growth from all those guys. And again, on top of that, they won the football game. Anything serious with Aaron Jones, Wildy, or is it just the fact that they play on Thursday is is the driving factor of keeping him out? No, I, I think if they played on Sunday, he also wouldn't play. I, I, again, they were waiting on some MRI results. The initial tests showed that he did not tear his ACL, which is what Aaron Jones told us he thought it happened. You know, that's why he was sobbing with that towel over his head as he walked, as he rode to the to the locker room. So. You know, it might be a couple of weeks with him, but it's not long-term, and that's obviously encouraging the challenges. They lost Emmanuel Wilson to a shoulder injury in the same game, now on a short week. So they brought back Patrick Taylor. Uh, they brought back James Robinson on the practice squad. And even their one, air quotes, healthy running back in A.J. Dillon has a groin injury. So he's on the injury report today as well. They've got like 17 players on the injury report today. So some challenges for Thanksgiving, but hey, Coming off of a win, you never know what could happen a few days later. I feel like this is a a big week for the national Jordan Love crowd because you get the one game Mm -hmm. at 11.30, right? Everybody is Mm -hmm. watching. Ratings are going to be through the roof regardless of the teams playing. I don't think he thinks of it in in terms of this being an opportunity to to kind of quiet the national crowd, but it certainly is. Yeah, and and I think you're right. I don't think he's thinking that way, but we definitely can, right, because we're not the ones that are under center. And I think it's a big two-game stretch because uh, they have not flexed Packers-Chiefs out of Sunday night football, and apparently they're not going to. So he's going to have two opportunities on a big stage to show what he can do, and he's played really well the last two weeks. Uh, Whether or not he can sustain that against some higher competition, obviously the Chargers' pass defense among the worst in the league, you know, we'll have to wait and see. But again, there's going to be more bumps in the road. If you are riding the 2023 Packers roller coaster, there are going to be some more dips. It's not over now. They're not just going to keep, you know, going up and up and up. There's going to be more issues, and they're going to have to negotiate those. They're going to have to deal with some more losses, and then we'll see how they can finish the season in the last month. I'm picturing you on a couch with a slice of pumpkin pie to your right and a cold beverage to your left watching the games on Thursday, Jason, it sounds lovely, and I hope you enjoy it. Uh, I do have one quick question for you from a social perspective, if you and Amy can help me with it. Certainly. <laughs> we, uh, Maddie is at 
nutcracker practice right now. Uh, so the dogs and I are sitting in the parking lot of an Oak Creek business. But in theory, I could come to Potawatomi for your show tonight at 6.30. Here's the drawback. I didn't shower before we left. I did the show, and then we left right away. So do you come to an establishment, public, uh, great restaurant, everything else, and you haven't showered all day? Well, I, I will say, say this. Maybe next time. You, you will be, because we're on a stage, you will be removed from the rest of the patrons. Uh, so no, no, no so Only you there. and Gary would have to smell me. Uh, yeah. Yes, and in our, in our marketing and street team. So I say yes. <laughs> We've got a chair for you. We'll get food for you. You can take some of their famous bread pudding home with you, and we'd love to see you. All right. Well, let me let me see if I'm willing to embarrass myself with my appearance. <laughs> well, I, I know that you're you'd be welcome, but you know my daughters call it musty when they smell a guy mm. with like the man scent. It's not quite bo, uh, but it's just like male odor. Yeah. See, Amy, the check problem it. is, but. With your daughters, though, I'm guessing that's like young guy smell. I I would then have the bo and the old man smell, and that's a really bad combination. Yes, but Jason, I, your uh, content delivery and expertise outweighs all of that. So I'm I'm all arms for you to show up tonight. Okay. I know exactly. I might exactly. just deliver it by the phone. Uh, well, keep us posted. We'll be happy to have you. All right, everybody, take care. Be good.